Chapter 3, Introduction to Physics and Astronomy. From the wise ones of old, the teachers of true science, the originators of true civilization. Two, all who desire a new perspective and are tired of the old lies and cannot understand what modern scientists are talking about. Here's an ancient perspective on physics and astronomy using modern concepts. What is physics? It is the knowledge of the laws and principles of atoms and electrons. What is astronomy? It is the knowledge of the laws governing stars and planets. What is the difference between stars and atoms? Size is the only difference. The laws and principles are the same. Atoms and electrons are miniature stars and planets, and stars and planets are giant atoms and electrons. There is no difference except in size. The movements and revolutions are the same. The orbits are the same. The laws of magnetic attraction and repulsion are the same. Modern scientists want to keep the laws of atomic structure to themselves by cloaking it in a mystery. When I look up in the sky, I see the very same atoms they see in their electron microscopes. God put the stars out there for all to see who cannot afford the million dollar research microscopes because the stars are what the atoms look like in a miniature scale. The Earth and the Sun. Would you like to stand on an electron? The Earth is a giant size electron. What is the nucleus of an atom? The Sun is a giant sized nucleus. The electrons of every atom orbit around their nucleus exactly the same way the Earth and other planets orbit around the Sun. If you don't have a multi-billion dollar electron microscope to look at the nucleus, then look at the rising sun, and there is a perfect nucleus. Look at the Earth you stand on, and there is a perfect electron. Our solar system is a giant atom. The laws ruling its motions are the same as for an atom. We stand on an electron called the Earth, and lo and behold, the electron itself is made of electrons. Is the Earth not made of atoms? Yes, it is. And if the Earth is an electron, then the electron is made of electrons. If the solar system is an atom, then the atom itself is made of atoms. Mystery solved. What is the fundamental particle of matter? It will never be found by instruments because every atom is made of miniature atoms, themselves made of even smaller atoms to infinity. No wonder modern scientists can never find the smallest particle. They keep discovering smaller and smaller ones as their instruments improve. But we don't need instruments. They'd be handy if we could afford them, but we don't need them. We only need our minds. Chapter 4, The Solar System and the Atoms. We already saw how the solar system perfectly models the atoms. The sun is a giant nucleus and the earth is a giant electron, as are the other planets. The solar system is measured to be 7,900 million miles across, as far as the orbit of the planet Pluto. Our Earth is measured at only 7,900 miles across. That makes the solar system a million times bigger than the Earth. Let our minds make the obvious connection. If the Earth is the same as an electron, and the solar system is the same as an atom, then we conclude that the proportions must be the same. In other words, the size of the atom compared to the electron must be the same as the size of the solar system compared to the Earth. Solar system is to Earth what atom is to electron. Same proportions, same laws, different sizes. 
If the solar system is a million times bigger than the Earth, then the atom is a million times bigger than the electron. Is this true? According to modern measurements, the electron has been measured at about one-fourth trillionth of an inch, and the atom about one-fourth millionth of an inch across. That gives a proportion of one millionth time, just like it is between the Earth and the solar system. This confirms our intuition that the solar system is a giant atom, and the Earth is a giant electron, and the Sun is a nucleus. The law of creation is, as above, so it is below. Now our mind has been freed, and we can proceed to investigate atoms and electrons by studying our own solar system. We don't need expensive tools. We just need the knowledge that has been available since ancient times when our ancestors spent many nights studying the sky. They were looking at stars, but at the same time, they were looking at the microscopic particles of matter. Modern astronomers and physicists separate themselves into two camps. In the ancient days, our ancestors, as they built great pyramids and other monuments to study and chronicle the movements of the stars, knew that there was no difference between astronomy and physics. By studying astronomy, they learned all about physics as well, because physics is the study of astronomy on a microscopic scale. As above, so it is below. That is the law of creation. Once we have a clear understanding of this law, we can use it to learn about the rest of the universe, how it was created, when it was created, what is its size and duration. All we need is our mind. Chapter five, the universe. If you ever have been far away from city lights, then you'll know that when we look at the starry sky on a clear dark night, we see countless stars covering every inch of the sky. But when we look at the sky above the earth, we see a vast emptiness between our earth and the nearest neighboring star. If we let our mind think about this, we realize that even though the stars seem close to each other far, far up in the sky, they cannot really be that close together. If they were, we would see stars in our own sky above the earth as close as the moon. The truth is the nearest star to our sun is about 32 trillion miles away. This tells us all the stars above, even though they seem close to each other, must be separated by about the same distance as well. It's like looking at the lights of a distant city. They seem closely packed together, but when I reach the city, I realize that there's plenty of space between the lights. Looking from a distance gives the illusion that they are close together. The same is the truth with the stars. Our intuition tells us that if we could travel to one of the many stars above, we would discover that it sits alone in the sky just like our sun, separated from its nearest neighbor by about the same distance of 32 trillion miles. This begins to give us an idea of the size of the universe. But let us continue with this thought. What can we consider as a model of the universe? The universe is made of countless solar systems. The Earth is made of countless atoms. Solar systems and atoms are identical, differing only in size. If the universe is made of solar systems, which are identical to atoms, and the Earth is made of atoms, which are identical to star systems, then the Earth must be identical to the universe, only much smaller. As above, so below. Our mind concludes that the Earth is a mini-universe. Its stars are the atoms that make it up. Here's the full cycle of creation. We start with the electron, then atoms, then the Earth and other planets, then the solar system and other star systems, then the universe. That is going from the bottom to the top, the smallest to the largest, the beginning to the end. But a full cycle has the same beginning and end point. What does our intuition
intuition tell us? It tells us the beginning point, the electron, is the same as the end point, the universe. We have come full circle. The electron is a mini-earth. The earth is a mini-universe. As above, so below. How can we find out the size of the universe? By knowing the size of the earth. How many stars are in the universe? Same number of atoms in the earth. The law of creation is the same. Chapter 6, The Separation Distance of Stars and Atoms. The stars are separated from each other by about 32 trillion miles, according to modern scientists. We'll use this number to find out by how much the atoms in the Earth are separated from each other. The proportion is the same because the Earth is a mini-universe. Let's look at this again. The solar system is 7,900 million miles in size. It's separated from its neighbors by 32 trillion miles. How many solar systems would fit in this distance if we can line them up from the sun all the way to the next star? The answer is 32 trillion miles divided by 7,900 million miles equals 4,000. We may call this the proportion of separation. That means 4,000 star systems will fit in the distance separating two stars. How many atoms will fit in the distance separating two atoms? 4,000. The same law applies, as above, so below. It's clear that most of the sky consists of empty space. The distance between any two neighboring stars is so large that it can accommodate 4,000 star systems, and yet there are only two stars in that whole distance. The rest is empty space. We may think of each star system as sitting at the center of a huge bubble of empty space 32 trillion miles across. It's like that with every star system throughout the entire universe. If our intuition is correct, that all star systems are separated from each other by about the same distance. The same is true then for the Earth and its atoms. Most of the volume of the Earth is empty space because 4,000 atoms can fit in the space between any two atoms. Now we must let our minds be free to think clearly. When we say that most of the volume of the Earth is empty space, someone might ask, why don't we fall through this empty space? We can fall through the empty space between stars, but not that between atoms. These are microscopic spaces. The atoms themselves are even more microscopic, being 4,000 times smaller. That's what we mean when we say the Earth is mostly empty space. The atoms are so tiny compared to the space between them that they occupy very little of the Earth's total volume. So yes, the Earth is made of mostly empty space, just like the sky, but no, we cannot fall through. If the stars are separated by 32 trillion miles, by how much are the atoms separated? The proportion of separation is the same, it's 4,000. The size of the atom is one-fourth millionth of an inch across. Multiplying this by the proportion of separation, we get one-fourth millionth inch times 4,000 equals one-thousandth of an inch. Therefore, any two atoms are separated by one-thousandth of an inch, just like any two stars are separated by 32 trillion miles. Now we are closer to finding out the size of the universe. We just have to find out how many atoms make up the Earth, and that will tell us how many stars make up the universe. The law of creation has made an earth whose size we can handle and use to understand the universe, who 
this size we cannot handle so easily. Actually, Black Ruth, we are one light year from the closest star of Alpha Centauri. It is a fairly easy calculation. I remember it from high school. One light year equals 60 seconds times 60 minutes times 24 hours times 365.25 days, not sidereal, times 186,000 miles per second, which equals 5.8697136 times 10 to the 12th degree mile. Thus, the Earth star Sol is 5.86 trillion miles from Alpha Centauri. According to the Amateur Astronomer's Handbook on page 253, the nearest star to our sun is 4.33 light years away. More recently, in the Oxford Astronomer's Encyclopedia, page 10, Alpha Centauri, the closest naked eye star to the sun, is 4.4 light years away. That's 25.8 trillion miles. Also, page 323, Proxima Centauri is the closest star to the sun at 4.22 light years away. This is not a naked eye star, but can be seen by telescopes. These are only two stars. Another is the star Altair, located at 16.8 light years away, or the well-known star Sirius at 8.6 light years away, or 49 trillion miles. The Earth, or our solar system, is surrounded by many thousands more that are a bit farther away. They all form a canopy, or bubble, so to speak, that completely surrounds our solar system. The ceiling of this bubble may indeed be approximated at 32 trillion miles. 